0: Welcome to the Crackdown Comedy Club!
1: On tonight's show we've got live clips from Keith Fox, Sharon Mannion, Betsy
0: Spear, Martin Angolo and the one and only Ed Salmon. And Damo and Eddie talk about Gary the Heckler, Living With Your Ex, Teenage Discos, UFC Fighters, Ugly People and Method Actors.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode two of the Crackdown Comedy Club podcast.
0: What a what a drunken rowdy Saturday night at the club it was.
1: First Saturday night out for a lot of people after restrictions were lifted, so there was a lot of alcohol consumed by Yeah, it.
0: and it was over. it was oversold out with full capacity. One hundred and thirty about people in a room. Yeah, that. and it was brilliant, it felt great. But obviously the odds are a couple of them are gonna be too drunk. I call, yeah, a fuckload <laughs> oh, A fuckload By the end of the night 128 of them are going to be doing t-
1: <laughs> First half was tipsy vibes Great energy Everyone was up for it mm. uh, Then the break comes around And that gives everyone 15 minutes to buy more alcohol That one drink that's one too many That's one too many And some people Some people will, will get two pints for themselves To get through It's the a lap. smart
0: it's a smart thing to do I do that You don't have to queue again You're like I'm here for a while I like when, when people When I see But it's antisocial Like no, but you do it with friends. If it's one person by their own, oh, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. Okay, to if always it's get one two person who comes to the comedy club alone with three. Three, pin- three pints for themselves. Three pints on their I'm own going to is enjoy a big, tonight. Yeah, two fine. Threes are like yeah. man. You can go back to the, unless it's last orders, and then that's so, a different story. But I think tipsy is the the ideal scenario for an audience. I think tipsy, for comedy. Yeah, tipsy is good. Tipsy or sober. I mean, we're not trying to uh, encourage alcoholism. But no, tipsy, it's, it's a great vibe because also. Uh, When you've, because the reason we start drinking is to shut up those other voices in our head, or am I just talking about myself? But you know, when you're when you're having a drink, you're just there in the moment. That's what it's all about. It's a great lubricant. Being there in the
1: moment. Um, but there was one guy Gary Drank too much <laughs> Gary Gary was a villain Of the night really
0: this, this episode's gonna feature A lot of Gary
1: Yeah He's an English man In his uh, I reckon mid-40s He eventually gets kicked Out of the club By the I had to bring in a The large bouncer man From Workman's Bald fella Nearly 7 foot tall Couldn't Couldn't get Gary out myself So um, It was very dramatic but Gary once once Gary was kicked out right and then the and when the, sh- the headliner finished and the show ended all these people started coming up to me and being like thank god you kicked that fucking prick out and I was like yeah he was he was a bad man and then they started telling me stories at the break right one of them said um they were waiting in the queue for the bar and this guy Gary fucking skips he skips like everyone in the Oh queue. The you can't
0: was, do that Gary
1: Not only did he heckle the comedians he just like, fucking pissed he, all over the He's heckling the audience Heckling
0: the this guy, yeah, unbelievable. Man, the rage you feel when you're queuing, queuing at a bar for ages and someone gets in front of you. Oh! Yes. Like, so I, they, I, they, most they, like of the, the time people will be, will be... Like, I find it either because it's such an important part of your night. It's the biggest part of the night is getting the drinks. <laughs> when when someone's at the bar, usually, unless they're really hammered, they'll be like, oh, were you there? You know, were you waiting? Like, a lot of the time, I, I find a lot of bar culture is good here because it's very important. And there's never... But not there's with never, Gary! There's never really... Um,
1: Cues for bars here No, It's not like It's a structured carnage. It's carnage But the bar person Bar man bar woman Should know They, It's their job Like I've worked in a bar It's your fucking job To be very alert To who has been here Longest Yep They're not in a line You just That face That's what you know You've, yeah. You're like, you a, know like who a timer in your brain That face has been there Quite a while You're next That's It's a tough job like that And if you're if, And if you're in the you're Like at the bar And someone who's just turned up Gets done First Gets there, th- You're like you
0: hate that bar person. Yeah, because you're going no. You you're not a good bar person because you should know. Like there's only a f- yeah. the, you, you're you got the front row there of people, yeah. and you know you know who's next. And the other the tricky thing about being a bar person is it's all about eye contact. You can't so you have to know who's there, but you can't look at anyone in the eye until you're ready to serve them. Have you ever had eye contact with a bar person and you're like, oh they're gonna serve me now? Oh they serve someone else. You have to know they're there without looking them dead in the eye. Because if you look at them in the eye, you're like, oh, "That's it's my turn." Yeah, autism and being a bar person don't go well together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless in they're Ireland. really, they're really strict on their, on their eye who they look at when. Yeah, they have to be very conscious of their eye contact. Um, yeah, man. So everyone was, er, everyone was angry at Gary that night. I was, mean, you we were united. There was, it was amazing.
1: Like a room of 130 people united in hatred for one man in the room. Is quite an experience. Yeah. the applause that happened, the outcry of joy when, when the bouncer came in and kicked him out.
0: Yeah, and people ask, Do you,
1: like, we sort of enjoy
0: it. We like it.
1: No, no, not Gary. Not Gary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that, you know, when there's tension, like there's comedy, a lot of tension and release, when there's real tension and real release and everyone's bonded after that.
1: Yeah, but there's too much tension. There was like, too much. Like World was. War Two was too much tension. Yeah, we don't want that much tension. No, that's, and that's Gary level tension. Like he... he Yeah, it's one thing to have someone shout something at you In a fun, jovial way And it puts you off And you're like, oh, this fucking... Well, I have to deal with you now But Mm -hmm. Gary was just like... Gary booed a woman When she was actually doing well And he shushed another woman He was obviously
0: something a bit sexist about... Sexist? Did he boo you or shush you? Didn't boo me He should've (laughs) (laughs) Gary, he's he's pushing in people He didn't heckle any enough (laughs) Terrible person. He booed the wrong people. <laughs> That's true. Did he boo um, Ed or any of the other? Acts? No,
1: he didn't boo them. It was it was it was a very much female hmm. female on. Maybe yep. he was he a terrible man. He's he a terrible man. I,
0: I was on Gary. I was just I was just fishing there just to make sure. How bad is Gary? Yeah, it's, he's, it's, oh, he's worse than
1: me. He it's. skipped everyone in the queue. He booed the lady X. He shouted obscenities. And at the end of the night, when he was kicked out, he tried to start on the bouncer, and then, like this fucking huge ball fell out from Dublin. And uh, and there was oh, three other bouncers at the front door. and it's there was fine. four big men. Funny. Yeah, he, and he went. He, he fucking went right up to the ball fell and said, "What you do? You fucking kick me out? I'll fucking?" Blah, 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 blah. And um, the the big dub just said, "Leave." Now, <laughs> and the guy kept on and he just went right up to his face. Leave
0: now. <laughs> and Gary was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, yeah you got to come too at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, that reminds me of a, a great heckle comeback? Colin Cole, you know the Aussie guy. He's like seven foot tall and he's massive, big, muscly dude. The biggest comedian I've ever seen, like physically, and he's hilarious. Just non-stop jokes, pretty much. Anyway, so people still heckle him because you know he's in it when he was in England. He was drunk. Like, the, the heckler was drunk. He was heckling, and all Colin had to do was like, you heckling me, mate. Think about it. <laughs> that's all he had to do. And he shut up after that. Oh, that's good. I wish I had that prowess. Yeah, like, like I forget how big big Col is. I mean, he's not big Col, for heaven's sakes. But you go, when you shake his hand, his fingers, like, all the way up half your arm. Like Just a just a monster of a guy. What's he doing with his fingers going up your arm? <laughs> Rubbing his fingers. He's not feeling. He's like just like slowly I think, going I think up. Big to is a little uh, fancy for Damon. No? Yeah, he's like feeling me elbow. Right? <laughs> no, but his hand is the size of my like, whole forearm. Just like, <laughs> yeah. and his his arms are the size of your legs. Let's paint a picture here: <laughs> tree trunk, toes. <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, yeah, so Gary was was kicked out. But it's a shame that it happened too late. Ed Salmon was on last, and it happened during that. Like if he was kicked out during the early show, he was kind of had more. Everyone of a chance.
2: dealt
1: with him well in the first half because he he heckled, but you could you could shut him up. But in the second half, that's when he had. He was one of those guys who came with two points for himself mm. after the break,
0: and after that, he he was Balubas. Man. Gary. So let's like let's go through um, who we had on yeah and then uh and it will play a clip of them each great and then also eddie was eddie found a couple in the front classic and this this cracked me up because uh oh well, I, I guess you'll hear it in a little bit but they were living together but they was they were broken up
1: for yep. a while so yeah so they broke up six months ago they said or something and they uh have still been living together ever since they were out together they looked like a couple they've been broken up and the reason they're still living together is because the housing crisis they cannot fucking find another place
0: can you imagine I know man being stuck with your ex And, and like would you have rules like can you bring other people back what if they're just you know sometimes you're a friend with something and it becomes a relationship so if you bring back another friend to your where you and your ex live but then it becomes more than friends is that allowed like I would hate it if my I was living with my ex and she was bringing home other people that'd be horrible yeah. That'd be worse than the breakup. Yeah. Rub- rubbing it in your face. Every time music is playing in their room, you're like, God damn it. Are they Netflix and Chilling in there? Yeah. How many episodes? How many pizzas?
1: Yeah, Hoover and, Hoovering outside their door, whacking their door. Ooh,
0: yeah. It's
1: like, keep... <laughs> what's
0: going on in there? Yeah, I'm I'd, just cleaning. I'm just cleaning. I'd start DIY. I'd just, I just keep putting up another shelf on the, the same adjoining wall. you yeah. <laughs> also. <laughs> 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 Every time you hear a, a squeak of a mattress spring
1: <laughs> It'd be horrible But think of the person as well Who has to bring someone home and make love And knowing their ex is next door With a glass up against the wall listening I never clarified actually when we were asking them uh, Are they in the same room? Because surely when they were going out living together You'd share a room? Oh yeah But now they must—they can't be still sharing a room That would be No No <laughs> He's in bed no. next to her, well, making I, love to another guy. Well, you did the classic. This is the
0: housing crisis. What are you going to do? <laughs> all right, sorry, you got no pajamas tonight. <laughs> They're all in the wash. Yeah, that you, you even go. Have you made love? Since? Yeah, 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 you love asking that question. It's a great even question. even to random people. First date. Have you made love yet, Eddie? You always ask them.
1: <laughs> it's a good if you're hosting a show. You find the line. I've asked it sometimes too many. Sometimes it works. Sometimes we get into their intimate uh kind of relationship hey, and that's where to... and sometimes people get it really depends on the audience sometimes people get very tense when you ask have yeah. you made love yet
0: that's why you like
1: it really isn't it? that's why we like it but no, no, sometimes it's just uh, sometimes it really flatlines and i have to really backtrack <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool so first up we had keith fox yeah brilliant and, uh keith fox's class so he opened the night and so gary wasn't too drunk at this stage well he was but i mean he didn't really pipe up yet you did not think for Keith? Not much. But anyway, so here's, here's Keith talking about the Irish public transport system, and he starts off with the Lewis, which, if you're not from Ireland, is the, the tram in Dublin.
3: But the Lewis is brilliant. It has a sign on the Lewis that I just find adorable. It says, Now fitted with CCTV for your protection. <laughs> I assume that's for tourists, you know. Security camera isn't going to stop you getting attacked, but... At very least, we send you home with the video of the events. You can relive the experience with your friends and family. It's good. It's Ireland's Space Mountain. Well done, us. It's good. But public transport's gas crack. We have a lot of tourists in. I would recommend just a day on the train. That's If I could recommend Anthony. It It doesn't even matter if it's moving. Just hang out on the train. Mad shit happens on public transport in Ireland, and we underestimate it. Before lockdown there, there was a train a time where a woman gave birth on the train from Dublin to Galway. What the fuck? I wouldn't even know what tickets she would have to buy to do that. I- Unbelievable stuff. A few weeks after that, I remember it, a dog, a dog on its own, got a train from Kildare to Dublin. That made front page news in this country. What a time that, front, and it was meant, the headlines were so Irish. It was, dog catches free ride to Dublin. (laughs) Like the fact the dog hadn't paid was what made that a story. We'd have been perfectly fine if the dog had gone online a few days earlier. Pre-booked a few seats, not a bother at all. What was the headline for the poor woman giving birth? Woman smuggles baby in vagina to avoid paying fare on train. Oh, fair play. It is good though. It's lovely. It's lovely to be out.
0: Foxy, K
3: Fox. Foxy.
0: Class.
1: Smuggling babies. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was very good. And then, like, we'll play uh, Sharon Mannion, was on next. Brilliant. And you can hear when Sharon asks a rhetorical question to the crowd, you can hear good oh, old Gary. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's answering for everybody in the crowd. So, uh, yeah, here's, here's Sharon talking about um, if you're from the country um, or any, anywhere outside of Dublin in Ireland, you're known as a cultie. And this is Sharon talking about that.
2: I'm a cultie. Any other culties in? <laughs> Woohoo! Sorry, I know the correct term is people of cult. Just didn't want to cause <laughs> any offence there. Um, anyone from Roscommon? No. Okay, there was no need to violently fucking. No! Most common, of course, the North Korea of Ireland. <laughs> We're all related to each other and the internet's shite. You know you're a culchi when you're only interested in entering a raffle where the first prize is a heifer. <laughs> first prize a heifer, second prize a chainsaw, third prize a farmer who'll cry on you for ten minutes. <laughs> it's tough being a culchi, though. Eh? Who, who was my culchies? Who is was cultures here? Yeah, culchi, Yeah. Yeah, feel it. London is not Kulchi land, (laughs) Gary, okay? Kulchi's, you know. I'm a Kulchi. My parents never hugged me. Never told me they loved me. Or gazed fondly upon me. Never made eye contact with me. Unless while they would hit me. Never took me to a city. Now a fear of Dublin grips me. I'm a Kulchi, duh. Thank you. Thank you. That's, uh, that's my culture song, Gary. Thank you.
0: Sharon Mannion. Sharon Mannion. <laughs> and then you can hear old Gary. No! no! You can hear the attitude already. Building up. Mm. Building up mm. old Gary there. Got
1: Betsy Spears up next. Uh, sister to Britney Spears.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, she jokes about <laughs> Britney actually in the set. But in this clip we're going to play, she has an Irish boyfriend. And uh, she talks about that.
2: But no, um, my boyfriend during lockdown, he's been really sweet, you
1: guys. He goes and gets me coffee every single day. And he makes the same joke. It's kind of annoying. He'll be like, oh, here's an Americano for my Americana, you know. And after hearing that 200 times in a row, I'm like, this is kind of getting old. So then he came the next day and was like, oh, here's a flat white for my flat white. This is all padding, I swear to God. Victoria's Secret—you could punch me in the tit, I wouldn't feel a goddamn thing. So,
0: Betsy Spear. Betsy Spear, and you can hear her punching herself in the chest on the, <laughs> with her uh, with her knuckles. Great stuff. And then Martin Angola was next, talking
1: about racism. Very hot topic. You <laughs> all
0: Yeah, yeah. It was his first jokes were about racism, and then uh, we we cut forward to Martin's set where. He's got a bit about uh, the two ways you can meet people nowadays.
4: A lot of people really do ask me, you know, Martin, what's your opinion on the state of racism in Ireland nowadays? You know, what's your opinion on the state of racism in Ireland nowadays? And I have to say, I've seen it evolve, right, over the years. It's gotten a lot more inclusive. Yeah, I'll tell you, give an example. For uh, for example, the last time I did a gig in Limerick, somebody told me to fuck off back home to Dublin. Very inclusive. (laughs) Very nice racism, that. It's nice, isn't it? Like, uh, like, I don't think racism is bad in every situation, right? Uh, I think it depends. It's worse. It, if you're in a, like a terrible... If you're in a shithole, it's not the, the biggest problem, right? Like, if I was in Athlone, for example... Uh, if I was in Athlone and someone came up to me, a racist came up to me and went, you don't belong here, I take that as a compliment. I go... <laughs> looking around, I think you're right, actually. Uh, like, I'd love to go on Love Island, you know, but uh, my problem with Love Island is I wish it was a bit more like the first week of The X Factor... You know where they have all the crazy people on? Who shouldn't really be on television, you know? I'd love to be that contestant on Love Island, right? So everyone comes out, right, on the island. Everyone's in the jacuzzi, right? And I'm standing just outside the jacuzzi in a big trench coat just looking in. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lovely tattoo, yeah, yeah. No, I can't get in, I have a Veruca, I can't get in. That'd be my, that's my ambition, yeah. I'm not a big fan of online dating either, you know. Uh, like, I think men are too confident online, you know. Like women get dick pics constantly, don't they, online? Constant dick pic. I, I'd never send a dick pic. Um, I'm old school. I send dick postcards. Uh, <laughs> photo of mine with Wish You Were Here. It's a very nice, nice touch. No. But uh, no, it's really, you know, you have to be in good shape. I'm trying to get in shape now, you know, if you're people are dating again, you have to be in good shape and look after yourself. Uh, like, I've got a ba- I, I, knew I have got, a bad relationship with food, you know. I knew I had a bad problem with food when uh, I was watching porn and I was more interested in what kind of pizza the guy was delivering. <laughs> I was questioning the plot of the film going, there's no way that medium pizza is going to fill those two girls and those 20 guys. There's no way. <laughs> is that really 12 inches? There's no way. But anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I'm trying to be healthier. Actually, I do, like, I do like a pizza, you know. My favorite pizza place is Four Star Pizza, right? Yeah. Uh, poo. <laughs> All right. Um, you're fine with everything else up until now. <laughs> I'll tell you why I like Four Star Pizza. It's not the best pizza, but they know that, right? They could have easily named themselves Five Star, couldn't they? <laughs> they looked at their own recipe, and they went, it's not good enough. Will we change it? No, let's just, just knock a star off. That's what I like about them.
0: So, Martin Angolo there, standing in with a trench coat, staring at people <laughs> from Love Island in the jacuzzi. He's got to deal with that Veruca he's in got. The, in the spa. That's what, Veruca's the perfect thing to say, isn't it? Such yeah. a funny word. Great word. thing to have. Like, mm. not too serious. Have you, you ever had a Veruca? A, is that that sort of... It's like a mini wart, is it? It's like a wart in your foot.
1: Yeah, I don't that think... you get oh. usually from swimming pools. Public, oh, yeah. public swimming pools, because all the other kids walking around spreading. Yeah, and it's all gr- it's it's gr- It's like a cold sore for your foot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's no, like I, your foot kissing another foot.
0: Yeah, that's it's rank. It's rank. Great Probably. for a joke, though. But no, I don't think I've ever had one.
1: And I, I don't think we should even keep this bit in. It's, it's disgusting.
0: <laughs> so there's no joke there. Just Veruca's Just Veruca knowledge there, people. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> wash them feet after you come out of a public pool everybody or a spa wash your feet don't go kissing strangers at the disco don't get take your bare feet out and touch do you ever them go to the feet. teenage disco <laughs> not now but back when you were a teenager oh, I, no I didn't then but I do now <laughs> and you get cold sores you get cold sores back walk before. around and be barefoot touching people on the mouth when they're sitting down <laughs>
4: Did do, you they you go getting, cold, do you remember getting get cold
0: sores at the teenage te, disco? Teenagers pick up their drink to take one, and then before the, the, the glass hits their mouth, your toe goes straight in there. <laughs> what are you doing, you thicko? I'm not sick. I'm just, giving, I'm just doing a science experiment. Do Verrucas <laughs> become cold sores if they, if they touch them on the mouth?
1: What's your name? Martin Agolo? Uh, <laughs> well that was always the thing. You leave the teenage disco, with, and you, the next day you always have a cold sore. Oh really? Yeah, because the, the game that we used to play was who, you, how many people can you kiss?
0: Uh, Beat the slapper. Is that what That's you call it? It it's even has a name. Yeah. You filthy Irish people. <laughs> you never did that as a teenager. Beat the slapper. No. Yeah. Never heard of that. What do you? What? What happens? Talk us through the game. You, you, you get up a cold sore. That's. And uh, you a new win. And no, you.
1: No, know, it's not the aim. Is to not get a cold sore, but just to kiss as many people.
0: <laughs> you win. How many different cold sores can you get on your mouth? Yeah. Meal? Yeah.
1: Um, Next up, we've got Ed Salmon talking about animal rights. He's a great guy, a very uh, ethical man.
5: And I do. I mean, I do have some some uh, real life issues that I that I am concerned about. You know, there's climate change, and there's whatever's happening with Russia, and uh, something to do with housing. Um, I don't read up a lot on it, but I am aware that these things are there. I'm an animal rights person. I abhor abhor any kind of, to pronounce it properly, abhor any kind of cruelty to animals. I think there's a very cruel animal sport that I'm trying to get banned. I'm trying to start a campaign. I'm talking about horse racing, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how you feel about it. It's a very popular sport, especially in this country. A lot of money involved. When there's money involved, it doesn't matter what they do to the poor animals. I think it's cruel. I think it's excessively cruel sport, horse racing, to starve tiny men and then dress them up Dress them up like boiled sweets <laughs> or Battenbergs. They look like fucking cakes. It looks like Mr. Kipling's wacky races, except sad and depressing and not hilarious and heartwarming, as that would sound. And then to add insult to injury, they put them on horses with ridiculous names like Sherry Trifle Hangover <laughs> and Dr. Robotnik's Tokyo Sex Dungeon and Pubius Emporium the Fourth. And it's wrong and it should end soon, but it probably won't, despite all my impressive pointing.
0: It's Sam um, in there. Those poor jockeys. Poor jockeys. <laughs> someone, can someone think about the children and the jockeys? <laughs> that was great work. Yeah, brilliant. So we'll hear a little bit about more, because Ed was on, as we mentioned, while Gary was getting kicked out. So we'll talk more about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back to all that.
1: Damo, oh, you, um, your little boy, Max, had a bit of a run in this week and uh, on Sunday night, Uh, We were You you updated Your weekly update Sometimes uh, Comedians do like A a set Pre-written And kind of very uh, Meticulous Fucking developed Over five years Fifteen minutes Of their best Others just go up And riff On what happened that day And um, Damon you're in the latter part For this one
0: Yeah 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 So this wasn't on the This wasn't on the Saturday This was on the Sunday night And yeah
1: uh, um, I think it depends At the crack then you riff Because we were You know we're up and it's great.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I was, I was, I needed this for for therapy because my son look, his face looks different now since he he ran into the table. So I just don't recognize him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so this is is a tiny clip. This is live guess. recorded from Eddie's phone. You know those lovely little kids that uh, are independent. They just love doing their own thing, coloring in, all that sort of shit Yeah, we did not get one of them. You know those <laughs> kids you see on Super to hit themselves with books. We <laughs> got one of them. <laughs> Ah! Where got that from? I have no idea.
3: <laughs>
0: yesterday he ran into the corner of a table, bang, mouth first. Because why not? Of course we all run mouth first. Now he's, bang, he's got a big bruise on his mouth and one black tooth and it's facing inwards. So now he looks like he's from the north side of Dublin. So, uh... How's Max now? Uh, he still looks really different. Like his his, his teeth. The bent uh, way out of shape and he has a lisp now which is cute on kids but it's probably not good for his like eating
1: probably yeah, I don't think your aim as a parent should be keep him cute keep him
0: yeah keep the lisp it's great keep the lisp man keep the crooked teeth yeah you, you look know, great yeah, you're a cute kid no. even even his little uh, Montessori like play school teachers were like ooh even when they saw him you know they are like ooh and I was like hey man I that was the table
1: <laughs> you <know. laughs> you're, you're, Sandra, your wife is there wearing sunglasses
0: <laughs> with a scarf over her head. It was all the table. It was all the table. But they know Max, they know they know he's just a terror. He just like runs around. Yeah, yeah he he's said he had one. a run in. It's he's always run ins with furniture and benches, stationary things. Yeah. You know, he always just beats him. And he doesn't he's really good with physical pain. Like he won't he doesn't cry because he guess he bangs his head so often. He could get into MMA. He should maybe You're he'd fucking... be really good at MMA but he's a, an emotional wreck like if he wants yeah. to go to the toy store he just goes I want to go to the toy store and we go no we can't today it's nearly dinner time and it's shut." it, it will be then then the tears come yeah, out. he doesn't have the kind of the brashness of Conor McGregor yeah you know? yeah yeah it's so like oh, "He won't. Yeah, he's forfeited the fight you win but I wanted to fight him yeah yeah, yeah he'd yeah. probably be more like that or you know those you know they do those MMA UFC
1: fucking before the match where they shout at each other you know to build up the tension where they do like like a few days before the kind of press conference type thing Mm. you ever see those there's two UFC fighters and they're shouting at each other and McGregor in fairness to him you gotta hand it to him one thing he was good at was those fucking he was good at that he would always destroy people in the the kind of his heckle comebacks yeah he was great but if Max was like doing that he's he's quite a sensitive kid yeah someone would be shouting like well, when we get in the ring, I'm going to destroy you. Max will be like, what's wrong? What's up with you? you? You, you
0: okay? Yeah. Why do you want to destroy me? Daddy didn't love you. But then you get him in the ring and he's just getting hit left and right and he doesn't feel a thing. You yeah, know, amazing. Like, like Homer he, with a cannonball. He just keeps going. He just, just keeps just... going and then just like one punch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've always surprised watching those clips of the UFC fighters having to go at each other verbally a few days before the fight that they don't like just... You know, go left to field. They always have the same, like, well, I'm, oh, your head's going to be fucking like a piece of paper after I'm finished yeah. with you. It's always the same. Uh, I'm going to destroy. Why not, like, you know, go, what's a, you know, how, did you have a tough childhood? Is that,
0: yeah. You give them... You've th- got so much in common, guys. You both love the same things. Yeah. You both want to win, but one of you won't. You know, it's, you've got to sit down. Like, they would be, they, you'd get along really well. Yeah. You'd, yeah. Sure. We, we could be friends. They probably know. have the same... same heroes and idols and all that you know their dad that left them (laughs) (laughs) did you find your dad you know (laughs) yeah i didn't find my dad hey i'm gonna kick your ass yeah but our dads are gone yeah (laughs) trying to get him to cry then get him then get him in the elbow yeah Yeah, so now we're like do you need to go to a dentist because the good thing with like a crooked baby teeth is their baby teeth because max is five he still hasn't got his Adult teeth yet? That'd be weird if he did. But uh, uh,
1: there's still teeth,
0: demo. Yeah. So like, but then I'm guessing there's his growing up teeth that are in his skull somewhere. They're they're not bent, so they should come out okay, right? Not so sure I don't I'd have ask- to go to a dentist, do I? You're asking the wrong guy, Damo. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, what did they do? What did they do hundreds of years ago when before dentistry was that good? They just wanted to go on ah They're just ugly for life. Yeah, ah, it's ah. fine.
1: Big, I mean, I never got. Did you, did you get braces growing up? Yeah. You did. Yeah, it was my, horrible. My parents wouldn't get us. My my sister got braces, my oldest sister, and they were it cost so they're like fucking 4,000 or 5,000 to get braces. Yeah. And uh, my parents had five kids and they were like, "All right, that's it. The eldest and the rest of you good luck to you. Whatever you
0: got, you got." Yeah. So I didn't even need them. It was cuz it was more for my jaw. They th- my bottom jaw was coming out further. Oh, you really? know like the underbite. Yeah. So it was more technical. Like they looked the same. But then they still took teeth out. I should have got, uh, just showing off. I've got two yeah, teeth yeah. missing from the bottom. But they just pull them out, which is very painful. <laughs> very do they pain. so they're not, used to, do not put you under? <laughs> yeah, like you're you're awake, but you can hear you can hear the 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 pliers and I'm like. Anyway, I won't go into it. But um, it's too late to tell them that they haven't given you enough. Like I could feel I could feel it, and it really like it was. They didn't give me enough anaesthetic. But you, to, by then you can't say it. You're like,
5: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> you should have a button, yeah, anaesthetic button, really. Yeah, yeah. And just be like, pump yourself full of morphine or something. That'd be cool. And then, so I went. This is I, I was supposed to have braces for two years. I had it for about oh, not even one year. I went in. I had ca- handcuffs. I got from the army surplus store. I went into the orthodontist with handcuffs. Clicked them to my my mum didn't know what I was going to do. How old I clicked you? them to my chair. I was probably about sixteen. And I was like, "Get these things out of here or or or, or uh, I stay in your chair." And he took him out early, so I don't know I, like I didn't even ask to this day. I don't even know if my, my parents got money back. I hope so. Wow, surely you'd get money back. You were a baldy kid. Yeah, I hated him. Yeah. I hated him. And like that didn't help self-confidence at all. Like I was already. Like I like I wasn't into sport and I was in Australia. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then like Chuck braces in him, but like I wasn't smart enough to fit in with the nerds. So what? what? So was just what did you do? Well, I had a great gr- group of mates. We, we, we were all like outcasts from different areas. Like we had the big fat kid, we had the smart kid, but. Didn't fit in with anyone else. We had the new kid. You know, it was just like renegades. We're just like, we all look different. You know, when you look at uh, groups, they all look similar. They all wear similar clothes. They are like, we all look completely different. <laughs> different heights, different shapes, different clothes. It was class. And yeah. like, uh, we're still all mates. It was really good. And did and you carry these handcuffs around in general? I, did, I just used them in my bag. These are very useful. I could even use them in school. You, you just brought handcuffs everywhere. Yeah, it was brilliant. The key in my pocket. You know, man, the, the yeah, yeah. Bring but like, your kid, bring your
1: kid to the dentist. Bring Max. <laughs> to
0: the dentist. There was this girl I liked at the time, and I could. That's the good thing about braces. I could say that it was the braces why she didn't want to kiss me, not the fact that it was. It was just me. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was the braces. I'm glad you know now. Anyway. Yeah, you, I mean, it, it, probably, I don't know if it changed my life at all, really, in the, in the long term. But yeah, what a waste of money that my parents had to pay. I would have rather some toys or. You look great now. Game. The ah. year it did the trick. Yeah, so here's Eddie uh, meeting the couple down the front. We just started talking to him. They came in late and is uh, he sort of... But then the guy Ferg, he got a bit sharp with you, didn't he?
1: Yeah, so, so you know, the usual routine is that you're hosting the show, you ask questions mm. and uh, he could see he was going to get rinsed and he tried to rinse me first and he he, he, had a, he had the attitude. He was 22 or something or 24, I don't know. He was like, well, well what's your name? But I had already established. Hi, my name is Daniel. Larkin. <laughs> so I was like Fergal. You got in the It's
0: behind you. Yeah.
1: It's you on know? the billboard, man. It's I've, on the poster. Yeah. And I had already. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> what's
5: your name
0: then? Yeah, yeah. Was, well, fair play to him. He was, you know, he was biting. He was biting back. He
1: tried, but it, he regretted it. Yeah. Um, it turned into a UFC pre-game. <laughs> freaking,
0: yeah.
1: uh, You're not wearing it. what's your name? Long, long sleeves. Yeah. Fair. Your name's Fergal. Yeah. Very nice. My name's Eddie. I'll do the questions, Fergal, don't you worry. Don't you worry, I've got this one, Fergal. I know you're here on a date and you're like, he's gonna rinse me, fuck it, I'll, I'll try get him first. What's your name, you fucking, not a sniff, Fergal. That's not how this works, man. You sat up the front, you knew what you are getting into. There was no, you arrived late, you know what you're getting into. You're beside a lady with a blanket on her legs. You're you're fucked for the night. <laughs> How long are you together? Oh god, that's a, that's not, not a good question. You're, you're n- <laughs> he said that's a good question. She said we're not. <laughs> Amazing story going on here. What happened? So you, when did you break up? <laughs> September, September? <I> <laughs> September, four months on. Have you gone on a few dates since then you broke up? Uh, yeah, this will be the first. This is your first date? <laughs> so you... Uh, Fergal, you're like... You're so confident, Fergal. You're like, this is our first date back, yeah. She's like, we've never agreed to anything. <laughs> you're like, shut up for a second, I got this. Uh, so is there any, is there, because you look, you look happy together. You look like a lovely couple. But So, so how long were you together? How long did you go out? Uh, 18 months. 18? 18, 18, we also live together. Yeah. You still live together? Ah, uh, stop now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you broke up in September. You still live together. Have you made love since September? <laughs> you have not made love since September. Aww. So is there, is there ever both of you had a few drinks and you're sitting down on the couch watching Netflix and you're going, we're broke up. Are we broke? We're broke up. Yeah, we broke up. <laughs> it's getting late. It's getting late. It's getting late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything like, no? Not yet. Not yet? Not
0: yet. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh! <laughs> hey, Fergal, how the tables have, the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'll get you both a drink at the break. <laughs> Let's see how this night goes. Very interesting, very interesting. Well, lovely to meet you both. How are you still living together after a breakup? Uh, housing crisis. Housing crisis. Those Fine Gael cunts. <laughs> we'll be at your wedding ten years from now and we we'll be like, oh, why did you get married, Fine Gael? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Micheal Martin now, Fianna fall as well, the two of them. Uh, that's lovely. Well, that's, it's good to still, housing crisis or a love crisis, I don't know. Uh, it's good. Ireland, who knows what will happen, but both e have a twinkle in your eye, it's a bit of a that's Fergal and Efa that's very nice. Well, we'll be getting back to you. you're comedy gold, so we'll be getting back Fergal and Efe, you're gonna be a regular comedic trope through the night. All comedians are down the back listening going, that's amazing, it's gonna be perfect yeah oh and 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 you can hear then also of course. You the comedians are down the back of the room listening to the show before they get on. So they hear Fergal and Aoife fucking telling the story about how they're broken up, but still together. So we got a nice little callback going on between the other comedians coming on stage. Yeah. I could see their smiles as they
0: got off stage. They were like, <laughs> They were like, we're definitely going to mention these two down the front. So here's a clip. First is Keith. Give him a little bit of a hello. And then it goes into Sharon Mannion you know, after Keith.
3: Morning, unless it's for a few pints. That's the truth of it. But after drinking my way through lockdown for two years, I I needed a little bit of self-help. I don't know, like, your self-help is a thing I don't mind. I'd recommend it if you're living with your ex for the last two fucking years. (laughs) (laughs) One of you is fucking delighted with the situation. (laughs) The other's drinking wine from his handbag, so I'm not too sure what's happening there. Uh, it's kind of weird being back
2: gigging again post post lockdown. It takes a bit of getting used to. Like it's a little bit for us up here. It's a bit like uh, when you haven't had sex in a long time. Fergus knows what I mean. Mm. Won't be too much longer, Ferg. I'd say. The blanket is moving. Mm-hmm. I mean, can I just say, I don't want to get sidetracked on you two again, even though chef's kiss. But anyway, like if if he's willing to be with you while you wear a blanket to a gig, he's the one. <laughs> Nab him. I mean, seriously,
1: it came up after the show and they, they said they loved it and said they're coming back again, which is always a thing like people sometimes love getting publicly rinsed.
0: Did they say they were coming back? Because I wasn't there when they came up to you. But did they say they were going to come back together? Or maybe there'll be like a double date?
1: No. (laughs) I had a feeling that they there was a lot of chemistry between those two people. Mm. And the fact that they were still living together and blah, like uh, and they were tipsy drunk by the end of the night and they were kind of like together smiling being like, oh, we have to come back, blah, blah, blah. And if you're listening to this, please write in, Fergal and Aoife, tell us how it's going. We would love I, I mean, I, I would love
0: if they were back together. Oh, I, I keep kicking that thing. Sorry, I just oh, kicked no. the desk into bits. Okay, so. so Gary was... I mean, Gary could have been from anywhere. Gary <laughs> he could He just have. happened to be from England. And uh, But it's funny because, I mean, heckles do sound good in an English accent. It Did feels you? like you're on EastEnders or something.
1: And Ed Salmon, speaking of EastEnders, he really... He ripped it. He, he ripped it. He yeah, he was
0: it. great. So let's go for... Let's do it uh, chronologically. Is yeah. that from the night? So, like, the first sort of Gary encounter was cuz Eddie was hosting this night was with you. Yeah. So we'll listen to you first and then and then Sharon Mannion who he shushes he shushes the women and then but also when
1: he, when, when I start talking to Gary he's try, he, he's shouting at me to he says uh, oh give these girls a load give these girls a load as in I should be rinsing them
0: or kind of roasting whatever. Yeah. So that was the that was the very first interaction. Typical. Uh, Typical uh, Gary. He's like can't take it. he Just wants to hammer it off to someone else. Bully. He's a bully, and he was he there with mates. He was there with a few of his pals, wasn't he? He was there with a
1: few pals who left shortly after him, and they were nice. They were right. They were English. They were embarrassed by his behaviour. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, man. No, they loved it. They said he should have stayed. He, sh- he shouldn't kicked him out. That's what they said. Yeah. They said, "Oh, sorry, sorry about him, but uh, shouldn't kicked him out."
0: Well, what do you think of it? It's not the Gary Show, man.
1: Hey. Look, let's let's uh, hear hear the full Gary story.
0: (laughs) It's Gary's story.
1: Bring on! You're pointing at these two lovely ladies. What what, do you mean? You're just pointing at them. You're like, what? Give them loads. Give them loads. That's weird, man. That's um, and that's what internet porn has done to our generation. That it's ruined the minds of our so many men. (laughs) Give them loads. Uh, I'm not going to. I'll come back to you. And what's your name, pal? May, um, <laughs> you're no, you're not, man. You brought this on yourself. It's a uh, forget Kate and Marie. Where are you from, pal? London, London, lovely. Uh, uh, and do you live here now? I do. You do. Very good. Uh, what do you do while you're here now? Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, yeah fucking coming over here, taking our welfare <laughs> makes me sick. <sighs> That's my welfare, all right? <laughs> I'm claiming that. I need that money. What, what's your name, pal? Gary.
2: Yeah, no, I told him about you two as well, yeah. Thanks, Gary. No, that's really helpful, Gary. Whatever, um... Excuse me, what? Huh? You Are you actually shushing me? <laughs> because I wouldn't fucking do that if I were you. Ah, no, Gary's lovely. He just needs a hug and, um... Probably a ride, I'd say. Sure. <laughs> you, won't, you won't get it from me. Um, but you might get it from someone. Um, probably nobody in this room, I'd say. But anyway. Uh, maybe. I don't know. The night is young. Uh, You've time to redeem yourself yet. But I would get moving quickly. Because <laughs> uh, dig up, stupid, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Anyway.
1: Ah, oh, Jesus. What, what a ruckus. Gary, I, I thought you'd, you'd like uh, Lauren, you, because you're into younger women here beside you, and you're... I don't know what happened out there, man. You, you booed her. That wasn't nice. Gary, Gary, wait, hold on. Gary, what's your second name? Yeah, no one cares. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, yeah. Can you feel the Irish nationalism? We're like, give us back the six counties, Gary!
5: <laughs> it's you, personally. Um, I don't know if Gary has had enough attention yet. I don't know what the... I, I need more, I need more. I need more attention, I need more. Um, his friend was saying he's on disability, which I don't know... I don't know what that's euf- a euphemism for. Code. He's a drug dealer. I think that's what it is. If you want your yokes, come to me. I'm the bloke who can give you yokes. Gary's a name, drugs a game. Dancing all night long. No shame, that's me. I'm Gary. <laughs> Talking in the cinema, pissing on a seat. That's me, Gary. Walking with my feet. Um <laughs> let's just do this for twenty minutes. <laughs> la la la. <laughs> Why have I got my foot up here? I don't know. Mm. When Gary leaves tonight, we'll hear this noise. He's Gary be like, right, I'm leaving, I'm going. <laughs> here I go. And then, do, 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 Right, my name's Gary. I'm going to be the emperor of Ireland. All <laughs> right? Does anyone need any drugs? Because I got them. No, don't worry about it, Paddy. Just have some drugs. Um, you feel fine. It's, it's Irish people's fault. Because the reason we were colonised by England and taken over... distract them from the drama that's happening over there look at the funny bald man what's happening there we don't care Gary left that night and was never seen again there'll be a four uh, a limited four part series on Netflix The Disappearance of Gary I'm just staring at the glitter ball. I'm not looking over there. Uh, uh, So, anyway, look, it's our fault. This is like a weird tennis match. Everyone's like, the ball is served. it's It's not getting knocked back. Sorry, Gary. That's it. Yes. Now that's... Now that's how you leave a room with grace and class. We could learn a lot from young Gary. And I think we have. But it's not the English fault. It's not the English's fault that we were taking over. It's our fucking fault. It is. Irish people, we're too polite. We just won't complain. We refuse to complain about fucking anything.
0: What a night though. Like, as we were saying earlier, like when someone gets kicked out or something happens in the crowd, it does gel everyone else in it. It, it, it makes it a memorable... It becomes bigger than it is. It becomes bigger than a comic book. It becomes more of a a spectacle or an event Give us you know? back the
1: six counties That's what it became man. It Yeah was, uh, should, We should have done a referendum There and then <laughs> That would have worked Yeah
0: <laughs> Well <laughs> I mean if we did a vote From that room We know how it would have gone
1: Oh man You know what actually If, if people Any any uh, Republicans Who want a full Ireland Just get Gary A public platform Get him to talk And, and every Northern Irish person Will vote <laughs> yeah, for a republic. Well, it's oh. funny
0: too because the the arrogance of Gary, he'll want to do it. he will be like, "Yeah, I'll talk to the whole country, no problems." Yeah, and then everyone will be like, "No, you're nah. you've, you're done. You're done, Gary. You are done."
1: I watched uh, Scarface the other night. Um, you know, Scarface. Yeah, Alcantino. I mean, you have to watch that every year. Really, you know. if you watch it's it so it. good, it's so good. Apart, well, it's a great movie, except for their portrayal of their female characters are not very well. Oh at no, far. atrocious. No, no, I mean Al Tony Montana. Is great, but what's Michelle Pfeiffer's character again? I can't remember. That uh, fuck it, it but, but anyway, she, she—I mean, she's a great actress. But my God, it's just like she's just like the victim junkie.
0: Yeah, you don't really see her act much in that compared to later movies that she's been <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, the very eighties. But hey, Al, I was thinking. So, so after the movie, I was—you know—doing my Google. It's a good movie. I was like Google. What was the? What, was the, what went on with that movie? Mm. And uh, Al Pacino was a met, He's a method actor. So he stays in character kind of thing. You know that those Yeah. So
0: what, he was Tony that ho- the, he the was whole... T- How long did they film for? Six months?
1: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's say fucking six months. Six months to a year? Six months to a He had him. to be that character? He had to stay as Tony Montana. Is he, was a he horrible, mar- horrible human. Was he
0: married with kids at that stage in real life? Imagine oh, yeah. that.
1: Imagine being, But imagine working on that set. Like you're, you're the, working as the caterer. And fucking Al Pacino comes up to you And you're like Oh hi Al uh, What would you like for dinner?" The- Who oh, the fuck is Al <laughs> My name's Tony Montana, And I want salmon You're
3: like, you're oh,
0: like uh, uh, Mr Tony uh, We don't have uh, any salmon today It's, it's smoked mackerel
3: it?
0: Smoked mackerel <laughs> Or you'll get a stick
1: And a string You'll go down to that river You'll find me some fucking salmon Tony Montana cockroaches. He
0: pulls out the uh, the Uzi with blanks in him <laughs> shooting in his cuff.
1: Hi, I'd like to make a complaint about um Al Pacino's behavior on set. <laughs> uh who who who's Al? We only got Tony Montana on set. It's someone
0: talking about me! <laughs> You're not my friend. Say hello to my little friend! <laughs> he's, he's everywhere. We need to do that again, Tony. I don't do nothing twice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how did it's like you know? Maybe his kids wanted to FaceTime him while he's on and set. He, he walks and what, out. What of, does he do? What does Abe Lincoln do when an iPhone is calling him?
0: Yeah, or he walks outside of the the the, the set or whatever, and there's all these, all these brand new cars. <laughs> I don't mean, know like, no. oh, We don't have any punchlines We're just saying What does he do Tell us No like, I mean Method acting It's very It's a—it's an amazing thing But I think that's more Schizophrenia than Like anyone can no, well, no, Become it, someone different It then makes you're just, sense You're not they're acting trying, You're just being someone else
1: No they're trying to develop The character To such detail That they're like They walk in the character How does the person walk How does the person talk What do they think On a day to day basis So I get that part of it But it is a bit It's a bit like Oh what We're all supposed to play along Does everyone Is everyone supposed to be in on you being a me- you know yeah, and also like how far only only a handful only the lead can be a method actor. You can't have all the actors on set <laughs> being method actors. That would be bo- are there method extras? Are the orcs of Lord, <laughs> of, Lord of the Rings fucking method <laughs>
0: actors? Just orcs, just
1: wow. He's so committed to the role. Holy just
0: shit! Smash it! Like this, this orc character—it's ruining tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. <laughs> Catch the ring! Oh, lights! Oh, no! <laughs> Just smashing all the rigging. And that's a wrap for today. Please go home. <laughs> uh, picking up that person and, like, crunching their head off. Kill the hobbits!
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, send that guy to the hotel, will you? You can't
0: do that. He doesn't know how to drive. He gets in his car. <laughs> Some orcs steer down the street careening. Yeah, like, it, I think it's ridiculous. Peter, you really shouldn't have hired method extras. I think it was a bad idea. Yeah, I think, yeah, method acting is... It, I don't know. (laughs) know. You know what
1: it is? It's Protestant uh, work ethic gone awry. They take it. It's it's the to that full extreme. I'm not working a 10 hour shift today on set. I'm working a 24 hour shift for the whole year. I'm staying in character. That's how I'm going to work. 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 You don't have to. You
0: can leave it. Leave work at work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Practice. I'm not saying don't practice. Look at us. We
1: we get on stage. We do 20 minutes. We uh, the people laugh. We get off. Fucking miserable straight away. Yeah. We're not staying in character. What
0: we're talking about now? This isn't funny.
5: <laughs> this
0: isn't good. This isn't worth it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ooh, and next week we've got a cracking lineup for you. We've got Joe Rooney headlining. Brilliant. Rory O'Hanlon doing a spot. Yeah. Brian Gallagher. Oh, yeah. And quite possibly David McSavage.
0: Brilliant. And also Reggie Pollock will be on. Hey, Reggie. Hey. Let's go. That's a good lineup. Yeah, That'll be class And who knows what'll happen Will there be another Gary? Will, the, will Aoife and Fer come back? <laughs> or will we hear from them? That'll be good But like you know that, I think even so, It's even good if you sit down the front Because like They loved it
1: Yeah so sit down the front get, I mean if, if, if you're in a rinsed. very complicated relationship Where you've kind of broken up But you're still living together And you don't want to get into it You can sit up the front Sit up the front But just don't tell us You don't need to see just, just, steer. Be a politician. Just answer with really a different question. I well, love watching Bridgerton or whatever yeah, it is. You don't want to talk about something. <laughs> you don't talk about it. We're not. We're not for like. We're
0: friendly. Yeah, yeah. We're not here to rinse everybody or kick anyone out unless you're a noisy old Gary.
1: Yeah. Also, Gary. That's a rare occurrence. Oh, I'll say this actually. So, so yeah. There's not going to be a Gary for a long time. I'd say it's a once every six months occurrence. That level of heckler.
0: Yeah. I, it is rare when someone has to actually get kicked down
1: Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you're going to the crackdown Don't worry. It's mostly a very wholesome night um, <laughs> Unless people listen to this going Well now we need a Gary every night And, and there was and Actually I'm going to tell you One last thing before the Even worse time than Gary I was hosting at the wool Shed right? And uh, there was a guy He was from Dublin He was a real He was a Northside rough type character He was um, I think he was on a lot of cocaine And he kept heckling Every comedian that was on And so I came up uh, Before the break And I was like Look man Fucking You can't heckle everyone you, you can heckle a bit of me, but you, you're like no one can even get to a punchline without you going. Ah, uh, here, come here to me, I fucking idiot. you. And he was just moaning and everything. and he said, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And I was like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna do anything. You're, the bouncer's gonna escort you out if you don't shut up." And he was like, "We'd like to see him try. I'll be fucking waiting outside for you." And I was like. um you've got two minutes left in this room <laughs> and the crowd went wild because they hated him as well they were like get this fucking so so he was like well I'll see you outside fucking yeah anyway the bouncer another big seven foot bald man uh, comes in and I point because I, I told the barman like I indicated like get the fucking bouncer now yeah. bouncer comes in and I point at the guy the audience stand up and start applauding being like oh, fucking great. blood get this man out Bouncer grabs him By the scruff Because oh, he's God. like Kicking up a fuss Takes him downstairs Kicks him out Anyway The show comes to an end I was like Jesus that guy He, In fairness He did threaten me I go outside <laughs> The bouncer is like Oh Eddie just um, Yeah just wait He's still there He was waiting outside The whole time for oh. me Fucking ready to absolutely Pounce on me Coked out of it oh. So we had to call a taxi And the bouncer Had to fucking Escort me to the taxi As this guy's going Fucking get I'll Fucking get ya
0: Full on,
1: full on, man! But
0: at least you got to say. And and as the taxi was driving away, you were looking back, and he was just like jumping up and down, (laughs) shaking his fist. He was holding on to the back of the taxi the whole way home. I got to get like T one thousand. You know, just hanging on the back of the (laughs) Heckler (laughs) one (laughs) thousand. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's a nice bike. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He just, like, headbutts the window and just, like, creeps. (laughs) Some people don't
1: come to comedy clubs for the laugh. They come for a fight.
0: Yeah. That's fun for us. Ah, It's fun. It's fun. What are you going to do? It's a laugh. Good Saturday night. Thank God for bouncers. Yeah. (laughs) We should get one for the podcast and then start banging down the door of the studio. Hey! Uh, But thanks for listening, everyone. And then, If you have any mad heckler stories... If you're listening to this
1: anything like that, tell us Tell us your heckler story.
0: Yeah, or just uh, DM us. Is that what you say these days? Direct message at The Crack Den. At The Crack Den Comedy Club, you'll find us. The underscore crack underscore den. And then DM us any story or any bits that you'd like us to try on stage. And we'll record that and send it out as well. And if you're Gary listening, we'll accept any apology. Just uh... a yeah. <laughs> no, bottle was of wine. <laughs> a few drinks. No, it was great, Crack. Thanks again. I'll see you next time. Adios.